Well, thank God I didn't take a Sudafed today. <laughs> Why? I mean, the nasal is not quite... I mean, I'm falling apart. Well, you're old. So. Yeah, well, I know that, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, like, if I would have, because, I mean, you're kind of, like, stinking us out of the studio here. I'm sorry. No, well, whatever. I'm you know. sorry. Um, I mean, because pretty much this time of year, seasonal allergies and all that, I, you know, I take, uh, you know, well, not Sudafed, but I'll take my allergy medication, mm-hmm. or sometimes Sudafed is really bad, and then, you know, nose is clogged up, can't smell anything, blah, blah, blah. You know, it really pisses me off. I don't get very political on this show very often. <laughs> okay. But, you know... Everything, like, there's the spring allergies and the fall allergies, right? Mm-hmm. And everything gets really, like, crazy out there. And I've been taking my allergy medication, like, every single day. Okay. But everyone else isn't taking it, so I still have allergies. <laughs> this argument we're, again. We're, we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And whoever's listening to this, take it however you want. It's a joke. Lighten up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But uh, anyways, man, speaking of falling apart, um, we've got some personal, some vehicle Hold on one quick minute. What? Okay, what? It's time to hit the trail. Lock in those hubs and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheelin' with Keith and Johnny Orange. They're here to talk about 4x4s and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. That was different, right? <laughs> All right, so uh, that was different. <laughs> um, you know, we've talked on the show about how Several episodes back, I was recovering from surgery. I had, mm-hmm. a, I had a cast on my arm, all the way up to my armpit, which sucked for a month. It was and... a perfect selfie stick, though. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, and the God, thing I is, they didn't even... the next time if I ever cast on my arm, I'm going to tell them, <clears throat> I need them to bend it so I can get the beer in my mouth, you know? <laughs> like, they had the angle off by 20 degrees. I couldn't <laughs> quite get the beer, so... Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, and... You need uh, a straw. No, exactly. <laughs> um... I learned how to wipe my butt left-handed. I mean, it sucked, you know. Well, it's more than I really cared to get into, but okay, you know, that's what it is. Keep in mind, this isn't the after show yet. So I go, <laughs> I go for, you know, a month, and then another month. I got the cast off. What? End of September. Sounds about right. Yeah, I think, yeah. And so I end up. Uh, you know, it, it was another month after that, all through October. It's still not 100%. Like, I still get some weird tinges of pain here and there, and it's not the strength is and all that. But the elbow's almost good, my right elbow. Yeah. And then two weeks ago, I have to go and mess up my left elbow. Well, I mean, they got a match, but what did you do? Well, I mean, I guess I didn't mess it up. Well, what the hell happened? So... You know, and I'm kind of pissed about this because Stan Lee lied to me. Okay. Apparently, when you get bit by some crazy spider, (laughs) you don't always get, like, abilities to shoot slings out of your wrists and stuff like that. You get all the wrist issues, so this is like the perfect, like, comic book story. Yeah, I know. You got bit by a spider. 
I got bit by what they believe was a brown recluse spider. Well, damn. And you saw the pictures. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and it ate a hole in my left elbow. Yeah, that'll happen. So here I am, barely recovered on my right elbow. And Just then, learned how to do everything with your left. So uh-huh. now you're left, you know, reliant, and your right's like... <laughs> and then I get a, then I get essentially a golf ball size, you know, freaking hole in my left elbow. Jeez. Um, it's it's amazingly now healed almost completely up. And you're uh, still here, which says something. Being that kind of spider. Yeah. Well, they don't know 100. percent There was a brown recluse. I never saw the spider. Yeah. At first, I was like, oh, there's a boil. And then the guys like, well, maybe you have gout. And they did a bunch of tests. No, it's not gout. It's not hmm. this and that. And. So then, of course, they did some blood tests, further blood tests, and they're like, well, you got bit by a highly venomous spider. We believe it was a brown recluse, but we don't know for sure. Fantastic. Um, and it ate away the skin. They had to debreed the skin, pull out all the dead material. That sounds it was very pussing. unpleasant. Oh, it was very unpleasant. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I ended up <coughs> having to take a week off of work because I had this just giant open sore on my arm. And yeah. that worked out to my benefit a little bit because I got to build the derby car. Well, that's nice. Which we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Um, but I was doing most of it right-handed. I never, We never even talked but, about that on the episode. Yeah. Like, I think we mentioned it, but... we Yeah, we mentioned we were going to get into it, and then we forgot. Yeah, so. I was out there <laughs> welding and stuffing tires and everything, mostly Jeez. right-handed. And Something I've never welded offhand. Well, I am right-handed. I have to check that out. Yeah, same. I, well, I've welded with both my hands, but I still, mean, I've like... I tack-welded with it. I was but. the end of day. Every day I was exhausted. Um, I'm I'm not gonna even post pictures on four by four talk. If somebody really wants to meet a private message, my will. But I mean, my <laughs> entire elbow was all the skin was flaking off, and it was it was. Just, oh, you have to post the pictures. It's just gonna get that. Oh, this might be an insensitive picture, so we've censored. Yeah. I, okay. If somebody if somebody <laughs> mentions on four by four talk or something like that, and they say they really want to see the pictures, I'll post them. But what until then, no. You've oh. seen the pictures. <laughs> yeah. They're gross. But. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, you know, the weirdest part of it was about three days after the bite, when the big bump was really bad on the arm and the skin was starting to flake, uh, my arm started to shake. And that's when I was like, I need to go to urgent care. So I went to urgent yeah. care. They originally were like, well, we think it's MRSA. We think it's staff. They gave Jeez. us, they gave me the wrong antibiotics that didn't Fantastic. do anything. So like two days later, it's getting worse, worse, worse. I actually started to lose chunks of time. Huh. 30 to 40 seconds at a time. Jeez. Like, when I went to go have the blood work, I went into the hospital. I drove up there with my daughter. I didn't realize. Something seemed off all day. I'm like, I kept going. Like, we were, my daughter and I, because I, that first couple days, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Except sit at home and watch TV. And my daughter and I are watching TV. And I'm like, what just happened? She's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, it seemed like I jumped ahead, so I'm rewinding it, and I'm watching again. I was hmm. like, <clears throat> blacking, the venom was doing something. Yeah. I was blacking out. Well, we go up to the hospital for the blood work, and the lady comes out. She's talking to me. She puts a tourniquet on my arm, and she's like, oh, yeah, that looks like a really nasty spider bite, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so we're talking for a minute, and I'm not afraid of needles. I mean, I, I've got tattoos. I don't like them. I know. Yeah. I, I've got <laughs> tattoos. I've had IVs. I've had needles. They don't really bother me. I don't like them, but yeah. they, they're there, you know. So she, she literally, she's tying the tourniquet on my arm, and then she goes, okay, we're all set. And I go, well, you got to take my blood. <laughs> and she goes, well, I already did. And she holds up two vials. And I go, huh. And I'm like, I don't, what? 
And I'm like, are those for me? And she goes, yeah, I just took them. And I'm like, she goes, you don't remember me taking them? I'm like, no, I remember you tying the tourniquet. And then I felt like a slight poke. And that was, but that was it. And she goes, well, I'm pretty quick. And I go, (laughs) not that quick. quick. (laughs) And she goes, I go, I think I just blacked out for like, how long did this take? And she goes, well, it didn't take me more than maybe a minute. And I go, I think I just blacked out. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, because I didn't. Because I usually watch it. I, I like watching them fill the vials. When yeah. I go to, you know, my... I'm weird like that, too. <laughs> yeah, my annual, when they take my cholesterol, <clears throat> that, I watch them fill the vials, and I'm like, and I'm like, I didn't see you do this. Huh. And so I'm like, okay. And so I, I, I looked at my daughter, and fortunately, the, the hospital's a mile up the road. So yeah. I was like, we drove home. She can drive. I didn't have her drive. She mm-hmm. she's a, doesn't have her permit yet, but she's yeah. learning how to drive. I drove home, and I'm like... I'm not going into the rest of the day. Yeah. And then I was like in and out of it. I was like delusional. It was weird. Jeez. I wasn't having like, I wasn't having um, visions or anything, but I was losing oh, chunks no of time. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. The next day I was better, <coughs> but it, huh. they got me on the steroids, the right steroids and everything got me. Like he gave me these massive, uh, it was the, my family doctor, he did a great job. He... He identified early on as a spider bite. He's yeah. like, we need to get you on these particular steroids, whatever they were, right away. Yeah. And within a day and a half, I was feeling better. But oh, that's good. It just, man. So, yeah. So, that was me. So, speaking of falling apart, I've got some automotive falling apart things, but I know you've got some automotive falling apart or maybe some progress you want to talk progress, about. Progress, actually, yeah. Well, let's hear about it. So, I, I'm i a little stuffed up still and kind of hack it up. Um, a lot of spray paint and dust and dirt residue. You told me you were going to tell me about the throat thing. Yeah, I'm getting to that. that that's why. Okay. But it's um, been three years. It's not just your X-shape. <laughs> no, more more than normal when we're recording. Um, it was a couple days ago. Got out there, I think I spent about nine hours in the garage with the heater on. Um, getting some more of the body stuff prepped that I have to patch. Got all the patches painted up, ready to burn in. I got the base metal prepped, ready for its base paint. Uh, the weld through primer. Uh, I got both the fenders finished out, like sanded out, while what I was repainting on them and the insides. Got all the undercoating done on them, the outer paint. Got the grill, uh, the patches that I had to do on the grill, header panel kind of cleaned up. Uh, got that, everything taped off and painted. Spent about nine hours out there with rattle cans and dust and wire wheels doing all this stuff. And I've been hacking up a lot of nasty stuff the last couple days. But that's all going. I was actually looking at it today, and it looks great. So hoping by the end of this week, start get the front end together. So how does that explain the throat clearing thing over the last three years? Not three years, the last couple days. Oh, jeez, John. Wow, you totally disappointed me on that one. No, that's what it was. I got progress done on that. Um, shocks are almost ready to go in. I got to burn in the lower mounts. What what really, really annoyed me and pissed me off, though, working on this thing all night, I get all these patches done. I get pictures of a couple of the patches ready for, you know, a nice update on progress on this thing. Sure. So as I get them done, I'm placing them in the back so I can use my hooded workspace still. Realize I'm missing one. Missing one what? One of the metal patches that I had to prep to weld in. Like you didn't make it or? No, I made it. I made it perfect for this. It was like a really complex part with a couple bends and some flats that I had to make. Okay. I didn't prep it and paint it 
it wasn't in the stack that I brought up to work on, and I have no idea where it is. And I'm really? pissed. I think it's lost on my workbench somewhere, but I don't know where it is. And I'm Did it that. slip <laughs> into another dimension, Mandela effect style? It's possible. No, I know I made it. I okay. have pictures of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where it is. Gotcha. And I'm incredibly pissed off because I was very proud of that piece. I'm really sad now. <laughs> and you don't know where it is? Nope. Not a clue. I think it slipped into another dimension. It's very possible. And if I have to remake it, I'm going to be really mad because mm. I, I made it and then I actually cut the rusty metal around it to fit. So it's like a perfect fit. And I'm really mad. Mm. <laughs> it's so, looking good, though. I've seen the pictures, man. Oh, but yeah, I know I've shown you a couple. I haven't posted anything yet. You posted um, someone for a talk. A while back, yeah. I haven't posted updates in a while. Personal page? Nope. I haven't posted any pictures in a while. Hmm. Um... There was one I posted a couple pictures of the patches on the, that oh, okay. night. But, uh, yeah, I haven't posted anything else yet. I'll, I'll show you some of the pictures. Oh, I forgot to do the fender. Uh, later. No, it's starting to look nice, coming ETA together. ETA for this thing on the road. So I have a new goal based on some stuff next going on. Next year's Wheels in the Woods? No, uh, by the end of next month, by the end of December. Okay. So I've uh, talked to my boss at work and kind of some stuff going on there. Um, <clears throat> we have the garage door insulated now, so it's going to hold some of that heat in there better. Was that, nice. that was kind of my biggest problem. I tried last winter running a couple forced air heaters to heat it up enough to paint out there. And it took forever. And pretty much the few minutes after I turned the heat off, a lot of it, these all metal garage door just kind of sapped all that heat out. So we have insulation panels in there now as of yesterday or today, I think my dad did it. So I'm going to run the heater maybe tonight or tomorrow night. I got some other stuff to do, see how well it's going to hold it. I mean, you can feel a difference just in the air being in there. It's incredible. So nice. I'm real happy. Uh, garage is coming together good. I don't remember if I talked about this part um, on one of our past episodes. Did I tell you about the resonator thing, if you recall? No. So apparently the Jeep Cherokees that were exported, the XJ Cherokees, didn't have a catalytic converter. They True. had a factory resonator. Yeah, I knew that. I did not. <laughs> and I was trying to find that exhaust flange to make on the new exhaust that I'm going to put in there. And I came across the resonator. And it just says export Didn't only. Didn't you post something online about that? On Facebook, I may have. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I found it. I tracked it down and I ordered it. Nice. So I'm going to be running that. Um, just need to order a tailpipe. I decided I'm not going to use the one that I have. Straight, pi- straight pipe and cherry bomb that thing, man. No, I got a nice Magnaflow, two and a half inch, all stainless muffler. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I really like the sound when it was on the Wrangler. Okay. So I'm going to run that uh, with the resonator. Should be nice, quiet, not too noisy. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, I think that's about all the updates I have on it right now. Hmm. Um, Trying to track a wheel down to match the others. That's actually more difficult than I expected. A lot of them are out of stock. What wheel like do everywhere. you need? Uh, specifically, it's either a Krager or a unique uh, Soft 8. Okay. 15 by 8 with a 4-inch backspace. Sure it's not a U.S. steel? Positive. It's CT and W, which is Carlisle Tire and Wheel. All right. They manufacture like six, or they are like a parent company for six different brands. And I can't find any other identification marks on any of the wheels that I already have. Mm. But I know it's a soft eight 
based on the construction and the description, it's one of those two brands. And from what I've gathered, it's the almost the same part number. Are they out of production? No, it's just they're sold out everywhere. I, oh, I can't really? seem to find one in stock. Yeah, hmm. I'm going to do a little more digging. Um, you don't have four? I have four, but I want a fifth. Let's use a different wheel. I, I've thought about it, but I like to rotate the fifth in. Oh, God, you're so <clears> bougie. Why? You get 20% longer tire life out of them. Uh, maybe <laughs> those hey, are expensive know, tires we didn't man. talk about it. i was gonna mention on the last episode uh-huh. um you know that tire stuffing thing that i did in the derby car mm-hmm. i wonder how well that worked for off-road like for rock crawlers and stuff probably pretty good but isn't the idea of that lower your tire pressure more sticky wouldn't that just hold the tire up more well yeah but i'm just i'm thinking of like rock bouncers that do blow out tires and stuff like hmm. KOH and stuff, like King of Hammers. That would be interesting. Like stuff a thirty-seven inside a thirty-eight, you know. <laughs> what kind of wheel though? You got to look at the actual physical capabilities God, to do that. God, I tell you what, just the <laughs> trying to do that would be just <laughs> yeah. insane too. We need to get hammered. And I'm try not it even one night. sure if it's even possible. I mean. Don't, a lot don't of hydraulic. put a challenge on the table here. Yeah, a mud tire with the lugs, they wouldn't slip in as easy. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Never mind. I'm not even trying it. I'll go with my run flats or whatever. Um, yeah, no, that's... Uh, it's not a lot of progress, but it is some. I'm, I'm happy with it. It's actually starting to look respectable again. Yeah, no, And I'm once I get the that. front end together, I'm really excited to get that together. Yeah, sweet, so, man. Yeah, it's, it's getting there. Um, the biggest section is just these rear floors. So I'm hoping with all of this, you know, having all these pieces prepped, I can get the rest of the driver and passenger floor and about 80% of the cargo area possibly burned in this weekend. Sweet. Yes. Uh, there's nice. one section left that I have to do, but I kind of broke a weld on the inner and outer fenders. So every time I'm trying to, to form fit uh, the outer it's bending the inner and another spot spot on the outer, so I got to tack it. Yeah. So my idea is get the welder out once. I can get that done, burn everything else in. I can start getting other areas of this prepped with paint uh, to actually start installing seats and stuff. Get the doors back on, swap the hatch out. So it's it's getting there. Very um, nice. I'm really excited. <laughs> no, that's that's yeah. uh, that's awesome. <clears throat> It's. I've been doing a lot of little stuff. Normally, I try to do a garage day when I can get out there and make use of the whole day. And I've just had days after work. It's like, I'm still ready to do stuff. So I just go out there, bring the music, bring a couple beers. You know, if I just kind of putz around out there for an hour, even just reorganizing or finding and lining parts up, inevitably I find something I can do and get it done. That's still progress. You know, every little bit is counting towards the end. I here. very much need to get into that because yeah. um, I had a bit of a, I don't want to say it's a panic moment because I've put things in my life to the point where I could have taken care of it fine. But um, yesterday morning on the way to work, I'm driving the excursion and she decided she's not going to shift into overdrive. Oh. Or even to the third most of the time. Oh. And it's hunting between <clears> second <throat> and third. Excuse me. Huh. And I'm driving down I-94 with my flashers on between 35 and 50 miles an hour. Ouch. 
I had left early enough because it was a new job start for a new site. Yeah. I actually got to work on time <laughs> still, amazingly. Nice. Got to work downtown Detroit. I'm kind of freaking out. Get my guys started on the job site. I'm calling around various trans rebuild shops because I'm like, what's this going to cost me? Because I don't have the Super Duty ready yet. Yeah. I'm like, you know, the excursion, just buying a replacement, any vehicle right now, vehicle prices for anything decent are through the roof. Oh, my God, yeah. And so I'm like, maybe I'll just have the trans rebuilt. Motor still runs great. Maybe have the oil leaks fixed while I'm at it. Mm -hmm. Get a few more, get a year or two out of it, whatever. So I'm getting back prices throughout the day, basically around three grand for the trans. Which is, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's still... I mean, I remember the days of a $700 trans rebuild, so it's a lot of money. You better off just buying a used one, or rebuilt probably at that point. And paying someone to install it? Or do it yourself. I don't have the time for that. I mean, maybe, maybe not, but... Yeah. So, I was just like, all right, well, it did this once before, four or five months ago, and as soon as it cooled down, it was fine the next day. Sure enough, end of the drive, the day, it drove home fine. And then this Hmm. morning, it drove fine. So I think just yesterday, Monday, it did not want to go to work. Hmm. I think that was the issue. I think it's Uh, a cold or heat issue, though. um, Actually, I spoke quite at length today with Gary from Transmission Physicians here in town. And he said they've seen two things. He goes, the front pump, he says if they're damaged, they actually will get like weird little passageways that kind of send fluid the wrong way or something. (laughs) And... They'll act like that, which I overheated that thing 100,000 miles ago and dumped out like 17 quarts of trans fluid on a trail. Allegedly. No, I did. Uh, (laughs) You know, no one's going to know where it was. It's trans fluid. It's got soap in it or whatever. It's got cleansers in it. Um, I cleaned it up as best I could. I really did. um, And it's lived since then. Mm Mm-hmm. But he said the other thing is, is the 4R100 that's behind the 7.3 diesels, he goes, some of the servos in the, what the, not the throttle, what do they call that? I hate talking automatics. Um, whatever. So There's... The garbage piece on top of the trash pile behind much. the dumpster. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's some little doodad in there that sometimes sticks and causes the same thing. And mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, if it's still going, he goes, just drive it right now and then just see what happens mm-hmm. so knock on wood it's going but that just was a reminder to me that i need to get my project super dude i need to get really moving on it mm-hmm. and get some stuff done to that which so i'm hoping <laughs> my plan is now the derby car is done and a number of other to-do list things that i had in life yeah. are done um i'm hoping i can jump on it maybe starting this weekend nice we'll see I've been doing uh, training classes at work, finally, been there almost a year and a half, and I'm finally able to kind of schedule to do some of these, and they're happening in an order that I can do them now, so I'm doing everything I can. Um, So I got one more coming up uh, in a couple days here, and then I'm going to be done for a few weeks until next month. Gives you lots of time to work on the project? Exactly, yeah. So I've... You know, one of, these, one of the only benefits I get is this. So that's my plan is do everything that I can. Okay. 
So I've been doing that, been learning a lot. A lot of uh, really cool tips just to improve shooting in other shooting classes. So learning a lot, <laughs> for sure. And the only downside, the next level class is after what I'll be done with here. There's unfortunately not a lot of people that sign up for them, so they very often get canceled or mm. rescheduled. So I'm really hoping and praying they're still going to be when I can do them and that we get enough to who do them. So you didn't get up to that level? Yeah. So what John's talking about here, folks, is in the shooting, you know, um, in the film industry, there is the the G, and then you go to the PG-13 shooting, <laughs> and then you go to the R shooting, and then the NC-17 <laughs> shooting. He's really hoping to get into the X-rated shooting. So. No, 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 no. Not that kind of shooting? No, guns. Oh! Guns. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm going through the handgun and the carbine series. Ah. Um, I've done handgun one and two, carbine one. I'm doing carbine two this uh, upcoming Sunday. Uh, all the next level classes start teaching force on force. Mm. So that's um, if you're if anyone's familiar with simunition, I don't know if you've heard what that is. Mm-mm. Essentially, it's it it's like a paintball gun, but a real gun. There's no risk of an Alec Baldwin situation. The, the complete design of that firearm is such that it will only load simunition. It will not chamber a live round. But you are going through and learning like a carjacking scenario or home intruder situation, how to shoot and, you know, stop that threat. So hmm. working up to that level of training with this stuff, uh, the level three and the, the carbine starts incorporating uh, going back and forth from handgun to rifle and some of this other stuff. So it's it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited. Sounds very cool. So the it's simulation fun. thing, is that like, is the idea is this is going to become mainstream for movies and stuff or what? No, no, just like real world. If something were to happen, if we were involved in a situation, you know, having more skills and knowledge to defend against. It's non-lethal things. though, around the simunition is non-lethal. Yeah, you're gonna bruise. It's gonna hurt. Well, it actually but... sends a projectile. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. It's a small little plastic pellet full of a detergent, oh. so a colored detergent. Oh, so you can so, clean up some dirty people. Yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> no, it's um, it should it should be fun though. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Interesting. They're fun classes. Remind me, I want to talk more about that in the after show. Oh yeah, yeah. I really do. I got a feeling you're gonna go to a dark place with this, but <laughs> maybe a really light place. You're gonna get dirty with it somehow, aren't you? <laughs> Probably not. But uh, you know, so after show, folks, Patreon.com for now. John's gonna be moving it over to Podbean Unlimited. We'll probably do both for now. Okay. So, yeah, I got to yeah. get that. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But, um, so, you know, that's, uh, I mean, different. yeah, you got some different stuff going on there. I do want to mention something that I want to completely change the subject here for a second. Okay. Did you notice the work that Madeline's done for us? Or Maddie? You had uh, posted about it. Yeah, I'll let you tell them about that. I, so, yeah. Maddie Brown... Uh, and I think she actually has a, a pseudonym she's going by for her new business. So we will plug that here in the near future. But, um, so sorry, Maddie, I'm using your real name for a second. And, uh, We've it talked is what, about her before. We have. Yeah. I think we have. Um, she had contacted us a while ago about being basically an intern for mm-hmm. the show. Uh, but she lives out of state. I don't necessarily want to give away too much of her personal information right yeah, now. That makes it a bit of a challenge. <laughs> um, but um, she lives out of state, and she wanted to do some stuff for the show. 
And I really kind of felt bad because John's more of the technical guy here, and he has a lot more of that handled. And he he was kind of like, well, I don't really know what I can have her do this and that. Well, one of the things that, that when we started this show years ago, uh, I was at the time dating somebody that was deaf, and um, we had talked about maybe eventually making all the shows or at least a portion of them um, available to deaf and hard of hearing people via via some sort of transcript. And I got thinking about it. And I said, if you're going to transcript a show, the best way to transcript a show is some of our interview episodes, because those are, um, you know, maybe some of our history episodes eventually too, but the interview episodes are really nice because you, you've got a couple different voices going on and interview transcripts are very interesting to read sometimes. So uh, I said to her, I said, well, you know, uh, if you want to start off with some work for us, would you like to do that? And she spearheaded it and said, yeah, absolutely. And it took her, I mean, only a day or two. And she did our very first transcripted episode of Whelan. And that was our interview episode 106. Is that right? With Jeff and Zay Dismail? I think so, yeah. From IH Parts America completely did a transcript of the almost 50 minute show uh went through has it all typed out and um i'm very proud of that because you know what's awesome about that is you know yeah we don't have a lot of people that said hey i want a transcript whatever but we may in the future you never know um but it does allow us to make a podcast which is a very audio thing you know this is Podcasts are very much for the quote-unquote hearing people and this and that. Uh, but, you know, we cover a lot of information that might be interesting to people who can't hear a podcast. Yeah. And being able to take Jeff and Zade's uh, interview show about Ultimate Adventure 2021 and then put it into a, a readable format is really a fantastic yeah, thing. I that think is awesome. I think it's awesome. So... Uh, I have that now in my email, nice. and if anybody wants a copy of that, you know, for some reason, they want to be able to read that, get a hold of us, we'll gladly email you that transcript right now. John, do you think you're going to be able to, through our website or something in the near future, maybe put that on there as, as a PDF, something somebody can read? Maybe. I've honestly never looked into it. I'd have to see if our uh, I would like posting to... service will allow that. Well, you know, something in the future I'd like to have. <laughs> yeah, I don't I... know if it, I just don't know if it has the capability. I'll have to look. Just look into yeah. it. I'd like to be able to do that because I think she wants to do more of those for us. And, you know, making the accessibility. I mean, yeah, I don't know a lot of podcasts that are doing that. I don't either. I'll and so, you know, out. if we're making it you know, capable for everyone else. I mean, maybe yeah. the next thing is in Braille or the next, well, no, people that are blind can typically hear maybe always so they can, unless they're <laughs> deaf and blind. Anyway. It's an yeah. option. Yeah. I was going to make a family guy joke and read the word hello in Braille, but I don't know how to describe that. Yeah, so dot, dot, never mind. That, yeah, oh, no, I, I have it here. So it's like uh, bottom right, single dot, um, upper right, below that, and to the right, three dots. Two offset dots, three Just vertical dots, three John, vertical John, dots, John. Oh. two vertical, one right dot. Yeah, and that yeah. is apparently, hello, in Braille. Well, there you go. I described that wrong, so if I insulted someone's mother, I'm sorry I meant to say hello. But uh, Somebody anyways, else translate so, that, so it's proper. Well, I think it is cool because there are a number. I mean, I know two in the 4x4 community. I knew two deaf people in the hmm. 4x4 community. So being able to take the 
content that we're creating and make it accessible to um, well, they say that about 5% of our entire population is either deaf or hard of hearing. I mean, knowing how some people work in the automotive world with no hearing protection, it's inevitability. We're exactly. going to have higher percentage. So being able to do that. And, um, I, you know, Jeff shared the heck out of it through his various Facebook pages awesome. on uh, Appreciate IH Parts America and things like that. I think he's pretty proud. Um, I mean, I didn't talk to him directly after the episode about it, but I think he's pretty proud to be the first one from our show to be able to, he did say on one of his Facebook pages that he felt honored to be able to return to Whelan. That's awesome. Um, and we're, we're honored to have you, sir. Seriously. Thank you. Yeah. He's always great. To, we always have a good time with Jeff. We oh, yeah. always do. We've got to get them on the after show sometime. We really do. How, how old is Zade? Uh, he's like, I don't know, 25 maybe. So they could conceivably have a few beers while we have a few beers. Absolutely. And we could have one. Absolutely. We'll have to do that. I like that. But I mean, I think he probably would feel honored that they are the first ones through Wheeling that are yeah. made accessible to that. There's, once again, folks, if you want to, uh, if, if you know somebody that wants to read the transcript of the show, Maddie did such a fantastic job. She did it all in like the type of format you'd read for like a play or something oh, like nice. that. Like a script format? A script format. Awesome. It's great. Uh, just, you know, if you need it, you want it, we have it now. So uh, we will have it in a, you know, forever here. So we'll email it to you until we get it, like, publicly uploaded somewhere. That that might be something we can talk to Andrew on. Sure. Andrew, the producer. Because um, I know he's still doing some of the website stuff. He's still alive? Yeah, he's oh. still out there. I texted him a couple days ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, he, he was complaining that I'm really bad at texting because I went a few days before I responded. Oh, okay. Everybody, all of everybody, anyone sure. who knows me knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, so he does a lot of our website stuff for the Mora. And uh, I mean, he started with us in the beginning. So I might be able to get a hold of him and see if he can help us incorporate that somehow, too. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll check that out. I'll, I'll definitely look at it, though. Hopefully, there's a spot we can upload documents, mm -hmm. and then it would just be a matter of doing that and listing it. So I'll, yeah. I'll check that out. Right now, we might not be able to do every single episode, but doing some of our interview yeah. episodes, some of our more interesting episodes. I know uh, that's a episodes. very time-lengthy uh, process to get that going, so that's uh, yeah. huge appreciation for that. That's and awesome. she's going to be... Um, she's actually developing a podcast... I don't want to say promoter because that's the wrong word for it. She's developing like a podcast assistant business of sorts. Oh, nice. And so if someone is interested, if you're a listener of the show and you've been thinking about entering your own podcast, um, you know, and you want to have a podcast about gardening or, or hiking or, you know, canoeing or whatever, and, you or know, stamp you need someone to help you, then, uh, you know, get a hold of us and we'll get you with Maddie. Yeah. If you want to do a podcast about four by fours, then screw you. We're not going to give you her information. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no get, just kidding. Uh, we're fine. We gladly you. help anybody out. We'll gladly help anybody out. If you get so. bigger than us, just, just cut us in. Dude, we're still <laughs> trending in Australia. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. for, I what, that. I for whatever that stupid while. reason, Australians love us. That's all right. You it's know. all right, mate. I'm, uh, I'm down Hello, with down that. under, guys. You know, you got, hey, all I want to go there one day, but your spiders scare the crap out of me. You know, I mean, you know, it, me and my spiders, too, you know. They, <laughs> yeah. They just take a chunk out of you me. You have a know? better reason to be afraid of them than I do. <laughs> I'm fine, but, you know. Yeah. Um, but, man, you know, like I'm saying, I'm really happy that she helped us out with that. For sure, yeah. And, um, you know, it, we've just. The last couple of weeks, project-wise, you know, we had the derby car done. You were working on XJ like crazy. I need classes. To get in <laughs> classes. I need to get my truck going. 
Um, you know, I just uh, what other projects we got to go? I, the barn. I need to go back oh, on the barn. We we I haven't talked about the barn in forever. I haven't done oh, anything with yeah. the barn. I, I always forget about that. <laughs> I, I know. I really need to do that. I need to get out there, um, especially since I'm getting in my Facebook memories almost every day now. <laughs> On this day, last year. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, yeah. and granted, I got a year's worth of work done by myself last fall. Yeah. But now I'm kind of like, okay, I haven't done anything to that thing in like six months. And You, you were letting the wood settle. You're letting the ground settle with all yeah, the footings she's, you she's put in. She's like aged, you know, perfectly. Yeah. Or well, so you know, in a lot of other countries, and this, uh, some friends in Poland were telling us about this. You know, a lot of reasons a lot of homes here end up being just condemned. It's because they're built too fast. Nothing's left to settle. So what they'll do overseas in a lot of countries, they'll build the basement, and then they'll furnish a basement, and they'll live in that for six months to a year or two. So that everything has time to settle. So when they go and they build the actual home on top of it, everything, the ground around it, everything's settled, so nothing's going to shift and fall apart. And that's one of the reasons, apparently, a lot of homes over there last a lot longer than stuff here. I don't know. That's what he told me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I... Okay. Yeah. I... I... There's some sense to it. There is. There is. Uh, <laughs> some of the things... You know, I mean, I'm in the building trades. I'm in more of the taking apart trades. But Yeah, exactly. Do you see how out of square things get over the years? Over there, they don't have that problem. That's, That's the true. building shifting. They don't I have think, that I issue think, over there. I think it's also ground prep and yeah. how quick we do things and yeah. quality of materials mm-hmm. and quality of everything. and. I don't really care. It's fine. <laughs> I know. I just, no, no, no. You're, you're good. You're good. Uh, I mean, it'd be interesting. I mean, if they no. really do it that way, I can see that. I really can. It makes sense. I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure that everything is probably shifted correctly or incorrectly. With the barn. What would be interesting is because I had all twelve piers of that barn mm-hmm. perfectly laser lined up within a quarter of an inch. Mm-hmm. Take my laser out now, or that would be curious to see, especially with that it's cold out now. See what, if anything, has shifted. Yeah. See if it's shifted Project at all. Project for this weekend. <laughs> yeah. See if it's stayed. You know, yeah. Because I went four foot down, full of rebar. I mean, those piers, as far as I'm concerned, are going to be there for another hundred years. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Yeah, when it gets flat, it's not that good. It's not flat, but by itself, it just oh, tastes like, like it. water with carbonation. That's a pretty much what it is and some lime juice oh ew <laughs> uh, is it lime juice or lime flavoring in there? what's the alcohol content on it zero. Oh, it, what? It's just oh, soda water. oh ew i told you that it was just to cut down on the other stuff because mm. if we drank that straight we would have been annihilated in the first episode nah. which isn't a bad thing but. but anyways um so this is what episode 108 sure sounds good <laughs> i don't i think so yeah so 109, one time. I'm playing on numbers. I'm just thinking here. Mm-hmm. 110. I mean, God, they'd be, they'd be pretty quick to do international stuff again, but there are international 110 trucks. Maybe we could do an international pickup truck episode. I don't know. Um, you know, yeah. There's also the. Well, yeah. You know, actually, once we get into the 110, 111, 112 right in there, 
those are about what's considered the i quote unquote ideal wheelbase for most rock crawlers hmm. we, we should probably we should probably get into a uh wheelbase um approach angle departure angle breakover angle discussion like really get into that and get into the technology of that try and set something up with someone too interview on that it'd be Buggy fun it'd be something. fun to have lucas on but i don't know if we'd ever get him on we could try we could you just i'm doing all these gun classes we could just threaten him can we just drug him <laughs> I, don't, you know. I mean we could <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, maybe we can reach out to Stephen Watson or something again from yeah. Off-Road Design because I know he does a lot of that. But, it, I mean, his stuff's pretty much all full-size stuff. I mean, getting into somebody, uh, I don't really know of anybody um, that gets a lot into the KOH quality rigs or anything where they're just hmm. getting crazy out of that. Yeah, but I don't know either. You know, um, I mean, I know a lot about it. Yeah, um, I mean, you we, know more people than I do in industry. Yeah, maybe I'll try and get a hold of someone there. It would be interesting though to yeah. to maybe get into some of that and talk about all those. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, you know, folks, we we're over a hundred episodes in. We still come up with topics. We're still oh, yeah. always going to come up with topics. I mean, sometimes we don't necessarily go with a topic. We just kind of start recording and see what spews out. But <laughs> pretty much, yeah. um, you know, if you've got. A suggestion for a history episode. I know in the early days we used to get some some four by four talk uh, suggestions, yeah. and people would say, "Hey, I really want an episode on this or that or whatever," mm. and we would do them. Yeah, and you know, so we're always looking for suggestions. For uh, sure. We haven't done a history episode in a while, so if you really want us to do a history episode on, you know early dodge power wagons or let's say uh you know phantom jeeps or you want us to do one say, on, we never did interview on kia um, sophia's or what <laughs> we're not doing an episode on kia sophia's <laughs> <laughs> uh we never did talk to dan though did we i don't think we ever interviewed him a while back um we were going over to talk to him about his jk what he yeah. was doing on that i mean he's pretty knowledgeable on the power wagons isn't he no, not at all. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> no, that'd be you're thinking of my buddy Mike, but uh, maybe or Michael, but yes. I don't know. No, Dan. Dan is knowledgeable about some rock crawler build stuff, about oh. some JK stuff, but we'll have to check with him see if he's arrived yeah. at Rona. Um, and oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but uh, you know, um, it. Uh, you know, we're always looking for suggestions. Folks. Yeah. We really are. You know, there's a lot of interesting 4x4s out there. There's a lot of interesting history. There's a lot of... And we're always just thinking about different things, and we're talking about different things, and we're building different things. And, yep. Um, I will I will tell you this, and this is, this is definitely not a tangent to go off too much in this episode, <laughs> but there's... I, this is, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call this political. I'm going to call this just... A, personal opinion okay support local shop local oh yeah we've talked about that before on the show 100 percent. um and the reason i say that is and and on top of that find the good ones that are local because yeah. sometimes local is not the best <laughs> yeah 
I needed some welding supplies, some torch supplies while building the derby car. Mm -hmm. I went into a place that I've dealt with for years, and I'm going to continue to deal with. I know that I am. I think I know what you're talking about. But I got the same snotty guy behind the counter mm. who is like, well, blah, 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 and this and that, and you don't really need this. And I'm like, dude, I'm here for this. I know what I need. Yeah. And, you know, they had everything I needed in stock. Hooked me up. Decent price. Blah, blah, blah. But I would really love to find a welding shop locally that I could go into and... Maybe get some service with a smile? Is that too much to ask for? No, not really. You know? I mean, I, I can make some suggestions uh, off the air of a few sure. places. But sure, yeah. absolutely. You know, I I did buy a new <coughs> welding regulator at Harbor Freight, and I mm -hmm. know they're your go-to people for everything. <laughs> no. But, uh, what? No. Yeah, I mean, no. I, what? I know you get all your <laughs> car parts funny. and your tools and your and your, and your, <laughs> your work uniforms there. And no. But uh, occasionally I'll get some consumables from there, but yeah. actually the, the regulator I got was pretty good. So they have some decent stuff. They Every do. now and then you get lucky. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, no, I I just oh, speaking of local, um, I guess I didn't mention in the la mention them in the last episode as much. Bracket Auto Parts out of Algonac, mm. Michigan. Um, he usually gives me, like we were working on the derby car. I had to get a couple of parts, small stuff. And, you know, Matt down there that owns brackets now, he, he purchased it from a lead bracket who is, I think he's still around, but, um, he, Matt's been running for years, owns it for years now. You know, I go in there and, you know, they were a sponsor of Don's derby car. They were not a sponsor of our car, but, you know, like always, Go in there looking for certain parts, things like that. He he doesn't need to know <laughs> if the windshield wipers are for a four wheel drive or a two wheel drive. He doesn't, you know. Mm -hmm. I go in there and I say I need a water pump that fits this engine, and it's not a whole to do. Old school car guy, boom! Nice. Here's your part on the counter, um, and he gives me a lot of times various discounted pricing. I don't want to nice. necessarily discuss what that is on the air, but you know. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He's good people. Good people. Good people. So, yeah. I met him a few times going in there with you. Awesome place. Awesome guys. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, John, um, I would like to say uh, for anybody that is interested in learning more about 4x4 history, maybe seeing the derby car that we uh, talked about in the last episode, which is now in the Museum of Off Road Adventure, you need to come down to Algonac, Michigan, 8061 Marsh Road. And actually, it's Texas Clay Township, but it'll come up either way, Algonac or Clay. Just put in zip code 48001. We are open currently from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. every Thursday or by appointment by calling 877-FWD-MORA, M-O-R-A. And you can get a tour of the museum. We are also running because uh, we are involved... We're not part of, but we get the building from the folks that run the Christmas Walk event. They are selling off some extras from their collection in the front half of the building. They have a massive estate sale that's always open while we are there, as well as some additional dates. All Christmas stuff for the most part. And it's a massive, massive, awesome collection that you can purchase things from. When they sell out, we get to double the size of the museum. We're going to be 
um, getting all that extra space, another 16 or 20 vehicles maybe. Uh, so we would really like if you want to support the museum to go down and buy all the Christmas stuff. Just buy it all, <laughs> everything. Just, just yeah, just, that would be cool. That'd just be buy cool. it all. Uh, but no, it's probably gonna take a year or so to sell it all out. Um, they're adding new things daily. Um, if you if you want a date night, and one of you is into cars, and one of you is into or trucks, one of you is into shopping, bring you both. Come check it all out. Hit that. You can also find out more about the Museum of Off-Road Adventure at www.themora.org and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Museum of Off-Road Adventure. Please like, share, subscribe to all of those various social media things. (laughs) And uh, John, how else can they find out about us? So if you're looking for more info about Wheel and Podcast here, uh, check us out on Facebook, 4x4talk4x4talk. Just type that in your search bar. That'll pull us up. A couple quick questions to get you on the page. Interact with Keith and myself here. Uh, other listeners here see build pictures of their rigs, ask questions, post pictures. Uh, just kind of general good time. Have some fun there. Uh, you can also listen to us on our bonus after show that we do, patreon.com slash radio, and very soon here on Podbean as well. We'll have a premium service available. Patreon, access low as $2 a month, gets you recurring access to everything that we have. Uh, the Podbean one will be a one-time cost, and that'll get you access to everything in the past and in the future as we post to it. Um, I think. One-time like cost, $1,000? Don't know. I haven't set that yet. I haven't figured that out. we oh. got to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll be kind of figuring that out as we go. I've been posting... Uh, the after shows to it, but it is not yet publicly available. I mean, actually, I think it is, but I set it like a pretty ridiculously high price so that people will not sign up for it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have that available soon. We'll, of course, let everybody know, and we'll go from there. So I think that's everything we got for tonight. So we'll say thanks for listening, and have a good one, everybody. Bye.